You are listening to a Hippily Horror Stories Patreon bonus preview. If you like what you're hearing, stick around to the end to find out how you can get more. Hey guys, welcome to episode 809 of Hibbly Shorts. Hello. Tracy, I found a list of haunted objects, some of which are pretty common and we probably won't cover those because it's like James Dean Carr and mm-hmm. all that. We've already covered all those. But some of them are pretty cool and I thought we would cover some of these. So... Some of them are paintings, and and we've covered some of them. I know we did a, a whole show on haunted paintings one time, yeah. and I'm not going to cover those. Plus, I'm not a big believer in the paintings things. There's you so, really don't believe no, that? well, no. There's so many things with the painting, like the anguished man and the, mm-hmm. the crime boy, where there are so many um, people saying no, that's just BS. People are making up stories about it, which half the stuff could be made up well, stories yeah. on anything. We but still, it's just I don't know, hard time. The bunk beds are on here. Remember, we did the story about the possessed bunk beds. That was actually a good one. So here's what we're going to start with. Patty Reed's doll. Have you ever heard of that? No. Who's Patty Reed? It's Donna Reed's sister. Oh, no. I don't know that. I made that up. I was like, oh, my God, how do you know that? Like 90% of people are like, who's Donna Reed? I thought Donna Reed was actor, actress, I mean. She was, but this is like, if they're under the age of 50, they probably don't know who she is. Oh, okay. that was back then. No, I just told my age. Yeah. So... In 1846, a family of pioneers was traveling through the trails in California. Patty Reed was just a young girl, and her parents told her to get rid of her belongings because the wagon would get too heavy. Patty managed to hide her favorite doll, and she kept it as one of her only or her as her only prized possession. Suddenly, the weather got really bad. The group of pioneers had to hunker down for the winter. Their group had a total of 87 people. Without enough food to survive the winter, guess what happened? They ate each other. Yes. Oh, stop it. I was joking. So maybe you have heard of the Donner Party. Are you serious? By the time the ice began to, th- began to thaw, only 48 of the people were left alive. Oh, my God. All thanks to cannibalism. If any doll carries any amount of bad vibes, it would be this one. The doll, along with other artifacts from the Donner Party, are all at the Immigrant Trail museum in california are you not familiar with the donner party how can you eat somebody who did they choose well i mean how do you, you can decide? roast them you could bake them you could you are so dumb back then probably over a spit okay shake and bake but i haven't seen shake and bake for okay humans. but it's not like they were in a plane crash and there were a lot of people that didn't survive, but they had to survive. And even that, I would not eat somebody. That is just gross. Well, this was How very, do you decide? This was, this was very similar, though. Because this was 1846. They were really, I mean, there was where they were, there was nothing around for miles and hundreds of miles. Eat grass. Get over okay, it. Okay, well, there probably wasn't grass. It was in the wintertime. It was frozen. So some of these people just died because of natural causes or, or you know, they froze or hypothermia or something like that. So they didn't, as far as I know, and, I, and I'd have to do a little more research, this might be what we do the bonus episode on this month, the, the Patreon bonus of the, the Donner Party, because I find it fascinating. Um, it very well could have been something where they killed people in you know, the week. It's like the, we did that, uh, we talked a little bit one time about that ship. You're right, and they, the young guy, yeah. Yeah, they had to choose the young, how do you remember that? I don't even know. But they ended up having the, the younger guy, well, he was going to die anyway. Yeah. And yeah. he was already sick, so they just said, well, let's just speed it up so we can eat him. Oh! Um, so, 
I don't know if any of that happened here, or if they were just living off the people who had already died. But oh, they went that from could yeah, be, but... but they went from eighty-seven people to forty-eight people. So Damn, they were hungry. <laughs> I don't know that they ate every one of them, but that's how many was left. So. Oh, I can't even imagine. I mean, you feel sorry for them, you feel bad for them, and you know what are you supposed to do? But I'm telling you, I think I would just rather starve to death. I don't think I could do it. I I know I couldn't do it, but then I would think, okay, well, so if I die, they're going to eat me. How do I feel about that? What? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Well, if they eat me, they're going to be full of diabetes and heart disease. (laughs) So they better pass up. (laughs) It'll taste just like oatmeal because it'll be from your boy. (laughs) No, thank you. All right. All right, let's go to the next one. That took way longer than I thought it was going to. This is one we've talked about, but I want to bring it up again. The Myrtle's Plantation Mirror. So during the 1800s in the American South, a slave girl named Chloe was having an affair with her slave master. Once he grew bored with her, Chloe was afraid of being sent back into the fields for harsh labor. She was caught eavesdropping. Oh. Her master punished her by cutting her ear off, to which the Donner family ate it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they forced her to wear a turban around her head to hide this mutilation. Desperate to keep her job and to stay alive, she came up with a plan to poison the family with powder made from poisonous leaves in their food. This is all butchered. Only to nurse them back to health later. This backfired when the two young children and the wife died. She felt so guilty that she told it to her fellow slaves. They were terrified of the master's wrath just as much as she was, and they felt their only option was to hang her for her dastardly deed. Legend has it that Chloe still haunts the house this very day, and people have witnessed her in photographs and in visions. Some people also say that the spirits of the wife and the children who Chloe killed are trapped inside of an ornate mirror that still hangs in the home today. And we get to stand there and look at that mirror. Yeah, we that did. young guy they... horribly told stories. Oh, gosh. Well, I hope they haunt her good ear. But she don't have one over here. No? Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that was, that was, uh, some things just don't work out how you plan. No, not at all. Not at all. Well, like I said, that story was a tad bit off because they, supposedly, they hung her because, um, they felt like, they felt like that was a horrible thing to do and it really wasn't necessary for, you know, the wrath that they would have had. Mm -hmm. It was, uh. More about just saying, hey, you know, this is just something that was horrible to be able to do. And like I said, yeah, she, it was the poison from the leaves and everything that she got, but she actually baked it into a cake. She didn't really poison the food. She baked it into a birthday cake. And then supposedly she just either put too much into it or whatever the deal was. So I don't know. Sad. It's very sad. All right. So I was trying to think, what is it? Oh, um, the, it was oleander. Oh, yeah. Poison, the Mm -hmm. leaves. You know, come on, write a little story. Put oleander in there so people at least know what kind of poisonous leaves it is. Shoot. It could have been holly leaves or something, for all we know. I like specifics. Yeah, for real. All right, guys, that wraps up this one. We're going to be back tomorrow with some more haunted uh, objects because I thought we were going to get through more of them today, but we didn't. My bad. No, you're good. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Hey, guys, welcome to episode 810 of Hillbilly Shorts. Hey, guys. So we're going to jump right into some more haunted objects. 
I found a couple in here. I thought this one was cool. We've talked about so many of these already that I don't want to put the the same ones over and over. I mean, even though we didn't mention the Myrtles one on the last one, I just thought it was it was mm-hmm. sitting right there looking at me. So I just thought I'd do it. Well, that's okay. This one is called the Conjure Chest. So according to legend, a slave owner in the American South named Jacob Cooley told one of the slaves, a man named Hosea, to build a wooden toy chest. Now, because his wife was pregnant with their first child, he thought this would be a fantastic gift. When Hosea finished the chest, Mr. Cooley wasn't very happy with it. He beat Hosea so badly that he died. The other slaves from the house were so upset that they hired a witch doctor or a conjure man to cure the chest. Jacob Cooley's first baby died as an infant. Legend has it that 17 other people who came in contact with the chest died. It ended up in a Kentucky History Museum. Oh, where? I don't know. I have to look it up. It's got a, I got, they got a picture in here. It's, I don't know why he wouldn't be happy with it. It's pretty badass for Yeah, real. it's really pretty. So I'm going to have to look that up and see where that's at because mm-hmm. now I'm interested. And of course, they got the regulars, Robert the Doll. There's John Zaffis. Mm-hmm. His picture in there. I have to get him on. All right, so let's talk about Simon. And this is something I think actually John Hassel. A young boy got a ventriloquist dummy, and it quickly became like his new imaginary friend. For several days, the boy would talk to the doll. His mother thought that this was a little bit strange, but she encouraged the new hobby. However, one day, she claims that she walked in and she saw the doll's mouth moving up and down with a voice coming out of it, despite her son sitting across the room. Well, maybe he was just getting pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah. She screamed, grabbed her son, and immediately called a priest to come over and exercise any ghost or demon demon that might be possessing the doll. The priest called local paranormal expert John Zaffis. John has an entire museum of paranormal and haunted objects in Connecticut. Of course, y'all probably saw his show that used to be on Mm -hmm. uh, The Haunted Collector. Mm Mm-hmm. For everything that comes into the museum, he makes sure that the spirit is bound to the object with holy water so it can't cause any hauntings. He's even apparently thrown objects in a lake if the object if the haunting persists. His life is so interesting that there was even a reality show called The Haunted Collector about his life. So I want to get John on the show. He's one of my Facebook friends. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to him a few times, but I haven't actually been able to set anything up with him. So that'd be fun. I'll work on it. Yeah, he's really cool. The Hope Diamond. You know, the Hope Diamond is one of the most famous haunted objects in the world. And I don't think when we did any of our... I think we did two different ones on haunted objects. I don't think I covered the Hope Diamond. Do you think... Why is it because of the Titanic? That is that is from the movie. That's not real. Well, look at that. It looks just like it. <laughs> I know it does, but it's not the same. Oh, no, it don't. Never mind. It's one of the most valuable diamonds in the world. The Hope Diamond seems to carry misfortune with it wherever it goes. Many who have owned the diamond ended up getting themselves killed with some suffering particularly grueling fates. Marie Antoinette, for example. She lost her head. However, (laughs) one could argue that anyone who owns such a valuable object may attract envy and trouble from those who want to steal the diamond. It now resides in the Smithsonian Institute. So, there's a, I saw the other night, if any of you haven't seen this yet, William Shatner has a new show. I can't think if it's on the History Channel or or Sci-Fi Channel, but it's called Unexplained. Mm-hmm. It's a really good show. It's an hour long, 
and they cover all all kinds of different topics. So it's not like all just haunted stuff, but they do curses. They went back and did stories from the Bible. They did, uh, um, like I said, haunted stones is one I saw the other night, and it went everything from like or cursed stones. I think we talked about I think uh, Stonehenge on that one, not. But they talked about a diamond that's huge that was um, in the I guess the crown from Queen Elizabeth mm-hmm. from back in the day when she was first uh, coronated and all this. I mean, it's like this diamond. I mean, my goodness. But it supposedly has got all kinds of curses and stuff like oh. that to it. So, so. I, I don't want that for Valentine's Day then. No. Well, I don't think you had to worry about that. <laughs> Do one more. The ghost cane. Mary Anderson from Indiana came to believe that she's in possession of a haunted cane. It once belonged to her father. Her son started to become scared of the cane, claiming that it was haunted. She posted it on eBay, including the story of the apparent haunting. It was bought by a casino for $65,000 and placed next to the famous grilled cheese sandwich with the image of the Virgin Mary on it. Stop. And if I remember correctly about this... Did you just make that up? No, I swear I did not make that up. If I remember correctly about this cane... I think I think the story goes. I don't know why they wouldn't tell you any of the story other than the fact it was on the cane. But I think the story goes that she came in, and the cane would be like just standing up in the corner of the room next to the nightstand, not just standing like on the ground, like in the oh, air, like floating. Like, oh, or sometimes it would just be standing straight up with no leaning on the wall or anything, just standing straight there. But I mean, sixty five thousand dollars. Yeah, somebody's got too much money. Somebody. I, I, I'm, I'm going to find out who the casino is and tell them I've got some haunted dog treats or... No shit. You know, $65,000. It's like, how do you prove something to the point where it's worth $65,000? You All you got is maybe a picture or two and her word of it. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's very true. Well, I'm sure they must, they must have something else. Yeah, I doubt it. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Goodbye. Hey, guys. If you like what you just heard... We do six of those small bonus episodes every single week. We also do two full-length bonus episodes every month. We do a listener stories episode and then a story that's just like the ones you would typically hear on the regular feed. If you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com and look up Hillbilly Horror Stories or go to hillbillyhorrorstories.com and there's a direct link right there. Thank you guys so much for what you do for us.